0: Hey, Tiger fans, mark your calendars for 4 A state homecoming October 6th through the 8th. Register for events like lunch with football coach Chris Brown, breakfast with the university president, and a barbecue tailgate before the football game with Washburn. Register at FHSUhomecoming.com before September 29th. Again, that's FHSUhomecoming.com and register today for four-day state homecoming events and we look forward to seeing you homecoming weekend. Go Tigers!
1: It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHayes.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop. Dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock.
0: And a good afternoon i guess we're at the noon hour here at big smoke barbecue welcome into another edition of tiger talk here on the tiger sports network i'm gerard welbrock be joined by four day state head football coach chris brown i believe manny ramsey wide receiver for the tigers gonna make his way on the program a little bit later on here in the next hour again we're live at big smoke barbecue eighth and main in hayes come on out and join us Uh, If you can't make it for lunch, you can always uh, get your order in online, BigSmokeHaze.com. some of the best barbecue around, located at the old soda shop on 8th and Main, 8th. In Hayes, open eleven till eight Monday through Saturday. And again, a big thank you to the folks at Big Smoke Barbecue for hosting Tiger Talk this year. Uh, you can uh, chime in with a question for the coach. All you have to do is go to the FHSU Athletics website. Easy to find. FHSU Athletics. Dot com and you'll see the menu items at the top go to fans you'll get a drop down menu and there at the bottom you'll see ask the coach submit your question if we use it you'll have a chance to win a 25 dollars gift certificate from the folks here at big smoke barbecue uh, i already got a lot of good questions so far a couple of them already been submitted we'll get to them a little bit later on in the show you can do it uh, during the program as well and uh, again you'll have a chance to win a gift certificate which will be Naming next week, we'll have one more show here in September next Monday, and then we'll uh, pick our winner for the uh, the gift certificate from Big Smoke barbecue. We're joined by the head coach of the Tigers Chris Brown, the now one and two Tigers. They get their first win of the year knocking off the Lincoln Blue Tigers Saturday night at Dwight T. Reed Stadium. final score in on that one 51. 51- to 14, and, and congratulations. Uh, I know it maybe didn't start the way you wanted, but you got to win. And someone wise once said, "You never apologize for a win; they're too hard to get." So, congratulations. You you get that get out get that one in the win column, and hopefully, leads and now starts some momentum for your squad.
2: I hope so. I just hope that gives a little bit of confidence. You know, this, you know, after that game, um, you know, we didn't start real well. We didn't play real well at the very beginning. Um, they got us with a big play, you know, offensively it was a little trick play. But uh, I thought offensively we were really slow and then got off to a slow start. It's either guy dropping a ball, guy missing a block. Um, guy not hitting the hole, and uh, just really couldn't get rolling offense until you know, about the second quarter, midway right through the second quarter. But uh, you know we got to get better, and we got to improve. And there's a lot of things that we got to get you know better as a team on. And uh, we just need to get all 11 guys playing at the same time. Sometimes I feel like it's eight, sometimes it's nine, sometimes it's two. So I mean, it's just it's getting really frustrating as a coach right now. But you know it is good to get that win, and hopefully this will give them a little bit more energy, you know, through practices and and a little bit more excitement to to go play these games and get some more Ws.
0: Were you surprised it was such a slow start out of the gate? Uh, just in the sense you'd done that the first two weeks, and I know that was a, a point of emphasis leading into the Lincoln game on Saturday night to to get off to a quicker start, play better early,
2: but it just didn't happen. It didn't, and, and, and you know those things. We do things in practice to try to get you know things started right off the bat. You know we go through our kind of our stretch routine, walk throughs, and things like that, and then PAT field goals and specialty. Then right after that we get into a you know. Ones versus ones, either blitz, pickup, third downs, whatever you might call it, just to try to get the, get them amped up, get them started fast in practice, and uh, hopefully that carried on to the game. But for some reason, we just we're just kind of flat when we come out. Like we just fill things out, um, hesitate a little bit instead of just playing hard-nosed football like we're like we're used to playing.
0: You had Jack Dawson start at quarterback once again, his second straight start for Chance Fuller. Still on the bend and uh, um, hopefully get him back soon. But how do you feel he did now after, uh, I guess, a full week and knowing he was going to start and just uh, maybe a, a routine, a normal routine of a of a game week in his second start?
2: He still did pretty well. You know, there's always still things that kind of scare you, you know, here and there with him, with you know, just trying to figure some things out. But you know, each week he's getting better and better, and, uh, and he's only going to continue to get better as the years go on. But it's just Making sure he's comfortable with what he's doing and as his coach is knowing what he's comfortable doing as well and uh, trying to make sure that when we do packages and put plays in, that, you know, it's something that he's going to be able to be successful at and, and give him confidence as the game goes on. Ethan Forster
0: got some time in, in the second half and played pretty well for you, and you've talked about it. Those two have really battled well in their time here at Fort Hays State, but that was encouraging to to see him in his first duty to, to perform well.
2: It was. He did a really good job, too, just running the ball. You know, he ran very physically, you know, had a good hit on the sideline on a guy trying to take you know take him out of bounds. and instead of going out of bounds, he tried to run through him, and you know he made some nice throws as well. And uh, you know he kept some plays alive. So I was really proud of the way he performed. and uh, hopefully that continues, and we can keep that battle between him and Jack going.
1: Any
0: update on chance? I know you had said last week you're hoping to get him back. For this Saturday's game, I know it's only Monday. And there's a lot, lot, a lot of week left, obviously. But any update? Any chance to see him back on the field this weekend? You know, I saw
2: him in the training room yesterday, and he was, you know, going through all the drills and stuff with with Nate, um, our head trainer, who's done a great job with, you know, with all of our guys getting him ready, and getting him back on the field. But it looked like his mobility was pretty good. It's just making sure that you know he has the the strength, you know, to to continue on and, and to be able to get himself out of trouble. You know, if we don't feel comfortable that he's at that point. You know, you know, midway through the week, then, you know, we're, we'll, still, we'll stay with Jack. But uh, it's all about their safety first and making sure that he's ready to go. So we'll see, you know, <laughs> and, and only time will tell. And, and how he progresses through this week in practice will only tell as well.
0: Well, I know you don't use it as an excuse, but injuries certainly have been a big factor. I think you had seven of the 22 starters out for the game Saturday night. You had a couple more go down uh, within the game. Uh, I can't remember... You guys being hit by the injury bug uh, this bad, this early uh, ever. Uh, how, how are you managing that? I mean, you had two starting offensive linemen. Uh, Senator Tullite Heyman didn't play. Pat Kelly was out. I mean, you can go up and down the lineup. Trevor Watts out another week on the offense along with Chance and, and a handful of guys on the defensive end. Uh, how, it's got to be challenging to, to obviously get the next man up, but just to, to maneuver through all these injuries.
2: It is, but, you know, just we talk to our kids all the time about being ready. And, uh, you know, you got to prepare as you are as you are the starter, you know, week in and week out. And if you don't, it'll show once your number's called. So, uh, you know, we've had to move some things around here and there with guys. But, uh, you know, I thought, you know, once our young guys on the O-line settled in, um, they did a really, really good job and figured some things out. And then defensively, same way, you know, a couple guys went down, and we had some guys fill in those spots and, and did a good job. But... Uh, you know, you always got to be ready, and you always got to prepare, and you always got to act like you're the starter and prepare to act as the starter. And if you do that, we'll be fine, you know, on game day. But if you don't and just kind of happy being the backup, you know, good things usually don't happen. So... But the guys that filled in did a great job. Um, still, hopefully, you know, it's going to be good to get those guys back, and uh, hopefully, you know, we get most of those guys back this week. I was going to
0: ask you, any, any update on any of those? Probably the same a Chance until you see how the week goes along, but a chance to get some of those guys?
2: There is. You know, they'll be limited. You know, you know today we'll have like a little – did some lifting this morning, and then we'll do a little Tiger run this afternoon and then a little walkthrough just to kind of see those guys move just a little bit to, to see how they are, and then Tuesday we'll practice and kind of see where they're at then, and then – no, you know, sure, surely by Tuesday I'll have a lot more information on, on how those guys are. But, you know, with the rehab they've all been doing because they've been in there continuously two or three times a day trying to get treatment and get rehab and, and get themselves better, hopefully we'll get those guys back this week.
0: Oh, it's one of the bigger
2: rosters you've
0: ever had. <laughs> in fact, probably the, the biggest since you've been at 4 said Who knew you are going to need to go so deep into that roster the way it's gone this year?
2: Yeah, it, it's scary, You know, especially when you have to put a true freshman out there who's Never played a game of college football in his life, and is he quite strong enough? Does he understand exactly what we're doing? But, you know, some of those young guys really did step in and do a good job for us. Tigers get the win over
0: Lincoln, 51-14. We'll talk more about the game as we move along. And, of course, we'll preview this Saturday night's contest with Missouri Southern, another night game, 7 o'clock kick at Lewis Field against a really good Lions team that's coming in 2-1. and one. And we may remind you, fireworks after the game on Monday nights, or on excuse me, on Saturday night. Uh, so stick around. Always one of the best fireworks shows around. It'll be coming right after the uh, conclusion, about 10 or so minutes uh, after the conclusion conclusion. of Saturday night's game with Missouri Southern Tiger talk today brought to you by the Hayes orthopedic Institute expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. That's Hayes meds orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians of Fort Hayes state athletics. We are at big smoke barbecue, the corner of eighth and main in Hayes. It is Tiger talk. We will take our first break more with head coach, Chris Brown. When we return here on the tiger sports network built by PWC.
3: People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do
4: sell out.
5: This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue.
4: Picking out something to eat for supper does not need to be a family argument. I know, it's breaking news. When you pick the taco shop, everybody gets something they like. Like the specials, the soft taco, $1.69, pork burrito, 3 dollars and the cheese quesadilla, $3.49. The taco shop, you don't even have to load everybody up to go eat. Just order on the app. Come
0: on down to the taco shop.
4: You never had it.
6: You never had it so good. Go on. Down to the taco shop.
4: At BTI, we pride ourselves on providing quality John Deere equipment and customer support. Since 1944, BTI has been serving farmers and commercial operators with mowers, tractors and compact construction equipment at an affordable price. As a leader in the ag industry, BTI offers complete technology solutions so our farmers can help keep America running. Experience the BTI difference for yourself,
1: Call on BTI.
4: our family in partnership with your family. Back of quarterback is going to be Valencia to throw deep over the middle, and it's going to be intercepted. Fort Hayes State is going to pick it off. Tigers' interception is going to be made by Daniel Howard, who backed up into coverage, and Fort Hayes State has made the interception. The second-team Juco All-American in his first start makes the interception at the Fort Hayes State 41-yard line. First off, big
0: thanks to Dustin for covering the Tigers uh, this Saturday Uh, and uh, an interception there. Certainly nice to see. Uh, And, boy, you look, it went back, you know, last year, I think he had 13 takeaways, something like that, the lowest since 05. And, boy, you look when you guys were rolling and playing well, that number was up there, 17, 18, 19, into the 20s, got a couple on Saturday. That's such a big part of it, because it obviously steals a, a possession away from the opponent, maybe gives you a couple extra in the game, Good to see you get some turnovers in this one. It seemed like that's been an element that has been missing now the last couple of seasons on your team.
2: Yeah, it has, and, and to me, it all comes down to physicality. You know, the, the more physical you are up front, and, and get those quarterbacks to get a little bit rushed and throw it high, or you know, maybe throw it behind a guy a little bit, and, and even receivers. You know, hitting the receivers hard and, and getting after them kind of causes those turnovers as well. And even the running backs, after a while, get kind of tired of getting pounded. You know, they, they kind of cough those balls up every once in a while. But it all comes down to physicality to I me. Mean, the more physical we can be, the you know, offense. Defensively and defensively, uh, the better we're going to be, and we're still not quite where we need to be yet. Yeah, I know you said that after the game, still disappointed in that, and and
0: I, I know you're trying. I mean, what are the things you can do at this point of the year to try to try to turn that
2: around? I don't know. You don't <laughs> want to go live and practice, and that's about mm-hmm. the only way you can do it. You know, you go live and practice, and now you get somebody injured, and everybody's asking you, why'd you do that for? But, <laughs> well, we're trying to get more physical, but... I know it's just the kids got to get it in their own mentality, you know, and in their mind that they're going to get it done, and that's the way they're going to play. I just feel like sometimes we're a little bit hesitant, we're still play a little bit timid, and. You know, we just try to fill things out, so just stepping on the field and playing our game, and and trying to take it to people. So hopefully, we can start getting that changed here the next few weeks. And because uh, if not, it's going to be you know hard-fought games, and uh, we need to start putting some of these games away earlier.
0: Yeah, I heard Daniel Howard getting the the interception. He had a big game, seven tackles, tied for the team lead. He, he had that pick. He had a, a pass breakup as well. Some of some of the players starting to see a little bit more time with all the the injuries, and I guess. Lack of depth or maybe new depth now, and we saw that across the board a lot of a lot of new faces in there a lot of a lot of different names we haven't seen a whole lot of and and he's one of those that stepped up and uh had a nice night
2: he really is he's a very talented young man i mean he's he's big he's long he's fast I and mean, he's got some good skill he's a physical football player too and uh you know when you get these these new guys in here, it sometimes takes them a little bit you know time to time to learn you know our system and uh you know we got him last spring, but he had a bad shoulder at that time but um and so it took some time to heal, so mm-hmm. he got the meeting time, but you really got to do the physical part of it and be on the field and getting the reps to to get good at it and understand what you're doing. But that kid's going to be a heck of a player for us.
0: Well, he had a nice pick there. And and I guess the, the disappointing part, uh, some miscues by Lincoln, and, and you got some good field position. You, you, you're, you couldn't do much on your first drive. They had a bad snap on a punch. You get it inside the 10, and couldn't punch it into the end zone, um, some, some some miscues after they had, had miscues. I guess that was the disappointing part of that slow start because you really had an opportunity to jump on them really, really early in this one and just couldn't get it done.
2: We had many opportunities, you know, very early to, to, to put it away early. And, you know, we just didn't. I mean, it's just and it comes down to mentality and being focused and locked in and just, you know, having the grit and the determination to, to make it happen. To, and our kids just didn't do it. You know, we, I mean, that – that first setup for us was, I mean, thats we're inside the 10-yard line, I believe, and an opportunity mm-hmm. to score really easy, and we did not do that and had to settle for a field goal. And, uh, you know, Manny did a good job, of, Aguilar did a good job of making all of his field goals, and, and he played pretty well, and uh, every opportunity he gets, he makes the most of it. He struggled a bit on extra points at times, and I know it's maybe not always
0: as simple as the kicker, but he did a better job in this one. Um, is, is there something in the technique, something he's doing, uh, but it, it looks like maybe you've got that corrected here a little bit.
2: You know, the extra points, it really came down, you know, after watching film, it was nothing on him. The hold was good, and uh, except for the one hold. Mm-hmm. The one hold was bad. It kind of slipped out of, out of Hunter's hands just a little bit, but... All the other ones were just guys, you know, opening up gaps and, and not sealing their blocks and letting guys come through. So it wasn't a low kick. It wasn't any of those things. Mm-hmm. It was just having a free run to the to the to the block point, and, and that's what we gave them. And. Once we kind of sealed that up a little bit and we had a little bit of leakage, you know, this week as well that we have to get fixed. But, uh, you know, he, he's pretty good. He's pretty solid. You guys got close to getting to a lot of punts in this ball game; Just couldn't quite get him. But you're able to get some pretty
0: good good uh, penetration there and, and disrupt their putter a little bit.
2: Yeah, it is. And just putting pressure on that, you know, putting pressure on him also puts pressure on the long snapper as well with us being able to get there so quick and, uh You know, a couple high snaps, low snap, and one he just bobbled. And, uh, you know, then that gives us opportunities to put points on the board. Uh, We just got to make sure that we start putting six instead of three on the board. But, you know, Coach Dether does a great job with our special teams and and getting them ready week in and week out. And, uh, you know, we saw an opportunity to go get some blocks, and uh, so we went for it. That a schedule for the two field
0: goals. It was thirteen to seven. Then you got that score before halftime. Jaquan with a ten yard touchdown catch from from Jack Dawson, and then uh, you came back in the third quarter and got another TD. Manny Ramsey will join us a little bit later on. Got into the end zone. It felt like that right before halftime. You got you found the end zone, kind of opened things up, and then and then that second half you, you're rolling pretty well.
2: Yeah, it was, and it's just I don't know where that breaking point is, or when our kids finally lock in and figure out, hey, we got to start playing mm-hmm. some football, or. Or what it might be, and uh, maybe it's the halftime talk that I give our guys, trying to get them going and fired up, and get them going the right direction. But you know, it's, cause it's about the same thing before we start the game as well. You know, so we got to find that. I mean, sometimes it just takes ownership of the kids themselves. i trying to find a way to, to get these things done and getting us to start early and and quit hesitating and waiting around and just go start making plays. But you know, a lot of it falls on them. I try to do my best to get them ready. Our coaches do the same thing, but sometimes as a player you got to have the same some motivation and some excitement on your own just to get get yourself going so you can play fast right from the start we mentioned the injuries and
0: and, and specifically the offensive line Senator Tule Teahama out um uh, he, he went down and, and, and continued to play through it but uh, last week but but out for this one Pat Kelly uh, was out for this one as well and as you said you had some you had some young guys up there trying to fill their spot and that's a that's a difficult position as a, as a freshman, redshirt freshman or whatever uh, the case may be when you're a young guy. How, how do those new newbies hold out out there on the offensive line?
2: I thought they did a good job, you know, when they actually had their real opportunity to get after it. And, I mean, of course, there's that <laughs> process of getting the nerves out of them and the anxiety and all that stuff. But when they kind of settled in, you know, they really did a good job. And uh, that's good for the future of our, of our program and just seeing them step in, you know, move some people, make the right blocks, make the right calls up front because there's a lot of things that go on, you know, with an offensive line making calls and being on the same page. But I was very proud of them and the way they stepped up and the things that they did.
0: Do you have to change much in the offense with so many new guys out there or, you know, guys that haven't played a lot or you just – Throw them into the fire, and we're going to run what we've
2: run, and, and have you figure it out. Well, they've done it all week, right? <laughs> they they got plenty of reps last week in practice, and uh, you know through fall camp, and and understanding what we're running and how we're running things. It's just knowing who the ID is, which is you know the Mike linebacker or who the minus one is or the plus one, and and who we got to get to, and are we Gagen, you no know, Coggin, whatever it might be, you know, to get to those guys, and. Uh, but they do it all week in practice, and they do it through individuals as well with inside run and things like that. So, you know, they should be ready to go. So we're going to throw it at them, and because it's going to come pretty quick anyway. And uh, but we don't throw a lot of a lot of our guys anyway. We find a few things each week that we think is going to be successful, and uh, you know, we'll make adjustments at halftime if we need to.
0: Seven different guys carried the ball on Saturday. Ten different guys caught passes, and again, a lot of that is because of of the injuries. You got a lot of new faces out there, but. You had to play some different players, but how much of some of these guys who really got in
2: the mix was because the guys ahead of them just weren't getting it done and you give some some looks. Sometimes you got to, you know, if, you know you're know, you putting guys out there and trying to figure out you know, who, who knows the offense, who knows the defense. Do you know your job? Do you know your position? Do you run the right route? Do you not run the right route? I mean, it, a lot of it comes into it and, you know, you get out there and you don't know what you're doing. That hurts our team. And uh, so a lot of times we just, you know, had to pull a guy and put somebody in there that, you know, just give him a chance, next guy up, you know, because we can't sit here and wait around for kids to figure out plays. And when we when everybody else knows them and you don't, I mean, that, there's no excuse for that. So some of these kids just need to start stepping up, getting their playbook a little bit more and get themselves ready. So if they want to get on the field, you know, you better know what you're doing. Jaquan Tillis
0: ran for 46 on 16 carries. He also uh, caught four passes, two of them for touchdowns. Uh, for 41 yards and we've talked about it he's an interesting player because he was with trinity valley i think community college in texas he he let him in rushing as a freshman then they needed him in wide receiver let him in wide in receiving his sophomore year really a dual threat running back because he he, he's played receiver in junior college he's a guy who can really help you you kind of saw that in that
2: game on saturday night you did he's a very talented young man um got very good hands um Um, runs hard, you know, he's he's everything you want a back to be. And, uh, you know, and this is still his first year in our system, and he's only going to get better as the year goes on and, you know, into next year as well. But, you know, the kid who first got here, he's just trying to figure things out. But I'll tell you what, right now he's probably one of the hardest working kids that we have on our team, and uh, you know, he puts a lot of time in to make sure he knows what he's doing. And uh, you know he's he's going to run hard, be physical, and he's going to catch some balls out of the backfield, make somebody miss, and go score. So I'm glad he's on our side. He's a heck of a tailback for us.
0: Deontay Wilson got some time, and then played a lot of wide receiver,
2: did some special teams work. A, a, a newcomer to
0: the team, he got his debut for you guys on Saturday night.
2: Yeah, he did. You know, just took some time to get some things worked out so he could be eligible for us. And uh, you know, he's a kid that we wanted back, you know, last spring, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we finally got him here and got him settled in and. You know, he's still now. He's really trying to figure out our offense. So we're just gonna find a few little things here and here, here and there that he can do. And and as as the weeks go on, he'll learn our offense a little bit more. But you know, he's he's dynamic as well. He's got some good speed. Um, and you can tell when he's got the ball in his hands, he wants to go score. He's going to try to find a way to score. So you get a lot of guys like that, good things usually happen. Tigers win. They knock
0: off the uh, Blue Tigers of Lincoln, 51-14, to 14, big third quarter. Uh, really the last half of the, of the second quarter kind of propelled them to get their first win over Lincoln and uh, get to one and two. They'll be back at home this weekend. Missouri Southern comes to town. We'll talk more about the Lions, but they're uh, having a a really good season, and uh, there'll be a, a challenge as they are already two and one on the year. Tiger Talk is brought to you today by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Your life has a story, and Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis would like to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank. You can visit them at Golden Belt Bank. We are live from Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes, 8th and Main. Come on out and join us. Of course, you can always uh, get your order in online. BigSmokeHays.com. They've got their own great dry rub, uh, tons of sauces. Uh, If you like certain style of barbecue, they've got the sauce. Lunch and dinner. Uh, The old soda shop location, open 11 to 8, Monday through Saturday. Appreciate them hosting the program this year and uh, some really, really good barbecue. We're going to try some again after the program today. Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main in Hayes. We're going to take another break. When when we come back, we're going to chat with senior wide receiver Manny Ramsey. He'll join us next as Tiger Talk continues here along the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC.
3: People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, it's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early, they do sell out.
5: This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue.
3: The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is Banking One Story at a Time. Golden Belt Bank One Story at a Time. Visit GoldenBeltBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
6: You love living and working in Western Kansas, and so does the ever growing team of specialists at HaysMed. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. HaysMed is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award winning care, HaysMed is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com.
3: Bringard Howard CPAs in Hazen Garden City serve clients of all sizes. Our staff has enjoyed meeting many new clients in recent years. That's right. Our firm is growing because new clients appreciate the level of attention we provide. We work to understand the tax, accounting, and business problems faced by clients, and our experience allows us to find effective and efficient solutions. If you are stressed about tax, accounting, or business problems, come talk to us. Bringard Howard CPAs. We can help. We do that.
4: Dawson slaps his hand, Tillis to his left, handoff, no keeper by Dawson, the quarterback dives into the end zone, touchdown, Fort Hay State, a five-yard run by quarterback Jack Dawson, and the Tigers have their first lead of the game at 9-7 with 11.56 to go in quarter number two.
0: Yeah, five-yard run by Jack Dawson, Tigers' first score, gave them their first lead of the day as Uh, Dawson finished with 21 yards on six carries. He ran for a couple of touchdowns, threw for a couple of touchdowns in the ball game. And uh, one of those TD strikes was to our... A player guest on Tiger Talk today, a senior wide receiver Manny Ramsey, who will get to it a little bit. But first, we need to remind you that Tiger Talk is brought to you by Adams Brown, going above plus beyond for you. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. Again, live at Big Smoke Barbecue, and Main, and Hayes, hope to see you out here and appreciate them hosting Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network. Manny Ramsey does join us, the senior... What, 60 year senior out of Canadian <laughs> yes, Texas? Sure. Uh, there's, there's a handful of you. We had Ch- uh, Hunter, uh, B- uh, Hunter Butke on, uh, Chance Fuller, one of those guys. You had the COVID year, and a lot of you redshirted your freshman year. So, literally, you are veterans of this team. Um, uh, probably hasn't gone the way you guys have liked, but had to feel good to, to get in that win column on Saturday, uh, regardless of how you got there.
7: Yeah, it did for sure. Um- you know, obviously, like you said, we started off 0-2, and that that's not what we planned. But, um, you know, we still had nine games left, and so uh, last week to get that W was huge, and um, now we're just looking on to this week. We talked about it with Coach
0: Brown. Another slow start. It's been a little bit baffling, and I know I'm sure a lot of emphasis going into getting off to a quicker start. you able to put your finger on why that's been the case because that's three in a row now where it just felt like it's taken a while for the offense to get in a groove.
7: Yeah, I just feel like as a team um, – including myself, just uh, we feel like we're um, starting off real slow because we're getting a feel for the game, and that's not what we're coached to do. We're coached to um, play hard every snap, and that's something we need to work on. That's something we're going to improve on this week. To get the win, though, and uh, just for for the psyche, what, what does that
0: do? I mean, I, I know it was against Lincoln. They have struggled. Is it more of a relief when you beat a team like that, or in your case, when you haven't had a win, um, is it truly something to celebrate?
7: Yeah, it is. It doesn't matter who you're playing. A win is a win, and uh, it felt good to get that, and... Um, it feels like we're starting to get on track, and we need to keep that going. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the
0: team and, and maybe you specifically. And we mentioned you, uh, Chance Fuller. You came in together, both six-year seniors, and you really had a good rapport with him. Then he goes down, and now it's Jack Dawson. Um, how long does it take to, to get a feel? Because a lot of times you're working with the ones. You're, right. you're, you're working with Chance and maybe not as much with the other quarterbacks. Does it take a while to kind of – I guess, feel each other out, know your reads, know what he's looking at, him knowing what you're looking at?
7: Yeah, I'd say it takes a little bit, but just get it in the film room together. Um, we worked on it all last week, and, um, you know, just talking. I think uh, communication's a big part. Um, you know, wanting to know where he wants me, um, and me also telling him where I would like the ball, and just, just seeing what he sees out there is a big thing, and, um, you know, we did a good job of that in the film room last week. What.
0: Uh, i mean what do you like about jack i mean obviously chance is a, has had a tremendous career and we'll see him back at some point this season mm-hmm. uh to finish it out but but uh what about jack i know he's a young guy and he's still kind of feeling it through but what what's impressed you so far about him
7: yeah jack's a great quarterback and uh he ca- he throws a very catchable ball and uh um even last week he's, he threw a great and even the week before you know we had a few deep connections and uh um he's a great quarterback and he throws a very catchable ball and uh you know, he's got a big future in front of him.
0: It's kind of interesting that he and Chance went to the same high school, and he replaced Chance as a starting quarterback and broke a lot of Chance's records, although Chance really only got one full year as a starter because of some great talent ahead of him. But uh, exciting to see the, the future pipeline. And for that matter, Ethan Forster
7: got some, some time as well and, and played very, very well. Mm-hmm. Th- that quarterback room is very deep, and uh, they're all talented, and um, they're going to be set for a while. Um, you know, when we're all gone. But, you know, Jack's the future, and he's been playing great.
0: Well, it's been nice to see you back out there and healthy, and and you really gutted it out. I thought last year, I don't think maybe a lot of people realize that you played hurt uh, a lot of the season, but you you found a way to get on the field and contribute the the best way you can, and certainly knock on wood for for this year. But but I think you can see a difference out there. You kind of look reminding us of the Manny Rams that we saw when you were a lot younger
7: player. Yeah, last year was tough. You know, I fought through a lot of injuries and uh, just felt like I needed to help my team win, and so I felt like I had to push through all those. And uh, this year I'm feeling 100%, and like you said, knock on wood. But, um, you know, it's, it feels great to be out there and um, running full speed without anything hurting.
0: I would say the maybe your biggest attribute has been your fearlessness out there on the field. I mean, we've seen you take some big time hits going across the middle, but yet making that big catch. I'm sure quarterbacks love it because sometimes that's the play that needs to be made. But,. Uh, how did that evolve? Has that always been there for you? Is that something you've acquired over time because uh, certainly not for the faint of heart some of the some of the places you'll go to try to make a catch?
7: Yeah, I feel like that's always been there. Um, you know me and chance always talk about it and he and I sometimes he apologizes for throwing me into guys <laughs> and I'm like, Chance, don't worry about it man. I'm like I'm, g- I'm gonna come down with it. So I think that's a I think it's a trust thing with us. Um, you know if he throws that ball over the middle and, and I see guys, I feel like he trusts me enough to come down to catch and uh, I need to do everything I can to come down with it for for him and as well as the team. But um, even when Jack was in there, he, he came to the sideline and apologized one time. I was like, Jack, don't worry about it, man. I was like, it's, it's fine. So so it's it's come natural, I feel like.
0: When you're going across the middle and you know that I'm going to get hit, I'm going to get hard, do you change your approach and how you try to catch the ball to, to, to secure it, knowing there's probably going to be a pretty big hit pretty instantaneously? Yeah,
7: so our coach, Coach McCray, does a great job of uh, kind of coaching us as um, we cross the middle, you know, how to adjust your body, um, catch it, and then put a shoulder down and see if you're going to get hit. But um, as a receiver, you know you're going to get hit, and just using your peripheral vision is big. And, um, you know, our coach always says that we have to come down with the ball first things first, so that's always the big thing.
0: And you look at the receiving room right now, a lot of new faces, a lot of young faces because of some of the injuries that have happened out there. Uh, Do you find yourself almost a mentor for some of these young kids and trying to bring them along, and for some of them maybe quicker than expected?
7: Yeah, like you said, we do have a lot of young guys, and I feel like it's my – um, duty to kind of be a leader in that room and uh, you know I feel like I've done a good job of that but it, uh, we still have eight more weeks and I need to keep uh, doing that and uh, they've stepped into some pretty big roles for sure.
0: We're visiting with uh, four-day state senior wide receiver Manny Ramsey. We'll continue in a moment but first we need to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Raise your glass can or bottle from Kaiser Liquor and salute all the hard-working Fort Hayes State Athletics. Kaiser Liquor and 14
6: KEYS Hayes.
0: Gerard Walbrock back at Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main and Hayes on location with Tiger Talk as uh, we visit with Fort Hayes State senior wide receiver Manny Ramsey. Caught a touchdown pass in the win over Lincoln on Saturday. The Tigers gearing up to face Missouri Southern at home this Saturday night. Again, a reminder, fireworks after the game. So make your plans to come on out. Always one of the best fireworks shows around and uh, should be a good football game between the very much improved Lions of Missouri Southern. We'll talk more about them in just a little bit. Uh, Canadian Texas, talk about uh, playing... Texas high school football. I know we hear a lot about it. There's been movies made about it. There's TV shows made about it. Uh, What's it like to play high school football in the state of Texas?
7: It's awesome. Um, You know, I played in a little smaller part of Texas, but um, it was nothing short of um, amazing. I loved everything about it. Uh, The town would shut down on Friday just to go to the game. The stands were always packed, and you hear about all these movies, and it was pretty close to to the movies, Uh, not not too – far from it but yeah it was awesome and i wouldn't have changed it for anything canadian how big kind of give us a bit of an
0: idea how big how big of a school uh, that was and big a town
7: yeah it's a 3a now but when i when i played there for a little bit it was 2a but um in texas you know it's it's pretty small so um i graduated with i think like 64 so mm-hmm. it's pretty small well but
0: uh, uh probably about a 3a 3 to 4a in kansas but uh, obviously
7: it's a it's it's a big deal do you have some good teams Oh, yeah, yeah. They were they were good teams for sure. Uh, you know, we've played great teams as well. Yeah. Um, just everything about Texas football was awesome, and I loved it.
0: Talk about the recruiting process, how
7: you found four-day state, and uh, what led you to become a Tiger. Yeah, so I actually got a Twitter DM from one of the old coaches here and just trying to get me to come on a visit. And at that time, I knew I wanted to play college football. Um, I wasn't getting much looks, um, just being undersized, I feel like, and just um, – but he DM'd me and I came on a visit and I fell in love right away. My parents thought it was a good place. Um, my parents loved Coach Brown and everything he had to say about the, the school. And uh, um, it was really just the facilities for me and the coaches. I feel like they really wanted me and uh, I knew that I could be something here. So I felt like this was home.
0: Well, uh, for, certainly glad that that worked out and uh, glad to uh, have you as a Tiger. Um, when you make that transition, and even though it's Texas high school football and it's uh, played at a, at a high level, certainly at, a, at any level in the state, what was that transition like in the college game? Uh, uh, and when did you maybe finally feel comfortable as a collegiate football player?
7: Yeah, it was different for sure. Um, just I feel like this is a full-time job in high school. Um, It was nothing like this, and uh, people always say it was a full-time job, but I didn't really believe it until I got here, and it's definitely different. Um, I didn't get comfortable, I'd say, until maybe sophomore year. I kind of felt like this was natural and this felt right, Um, but just getting used to all the meetings and all the film study and just really just doing this hundred percent was a big change for me and uh yeah it was pretty hard
0: and then you have the covid you're throwing in there no season in, in 2020 how did that affect you just you know not only the the mental side of it but then you, you you had some scrimmages but it's not the same just that that whole year off from football
7: yeah covid was tough it, it pretty much shut down this whole world and uh um you know we obviously wanted to play that season and uh that, that hurt not to and it was really hard to stay in the competitive nature just because like you said we did a little scrimmages every now and then but it was nothing like those live games and um, but you know I knew that I wanted to come back and play just because um, you know I, I loved football and I still love it and I want to play but um, you know it actually gave me a chance to to get my master's so I'm uh, pursuing that right now and I'll graduate with my master's in December so um, you know, you see the bright side to everything.
0: I was going to ask you. We'll get. We'll talk a little bit about Missouri Southern. Get your thoughts on them. But uh, what have you studied? What are you studying
7: now? Because there's a lot of you have already graduated and working on your master's degree. Yeah, I graduated um, last semester with uh, my bachelor's in general business, and now I'm seeking my master's in business administration. So I'm re- I'm really excited about that, and I think that'll set me up for the future for sure. And uh, yeah, I'm thankful to be doing that.
0: Any idea what you want to do yet, or are you going to wait till you get done and
7: <laughs> figure that all out then? Yeah, I'm going to wait until I get done. It stresses me out when people ask me that, but yeah, it'll be a little bit before I decide. Well, I didn't want to
0: stress you out. That was not the intent of that, and certainly wish you the best of luck. We know you're going to do great because we've seen it on the football field. All right, as you mentioned, eight games left on the season. Um, you, you got that win, and obviously that hopefully built some momentum, but what's going to happen? What's going to be different maybe from the first couple of weeks here on out for this team to to get on a roll and still achieve some of the goals that you guys set out at the beginning of the year
7: yeah I think it starts with practice just working hard in practice and uh um you know like I said in in the early interview um you know just not filling a team out going out there and playing hard from the first snap and uh, like I said that comes from practice and just being prepared for that and it starts in the film room as well
0: all right Missouri Southern I know you're early in the week and getting all the game plan and then all the info on them but they're two and one um you beat them down there a year ago, but it was a hard-fought game. You can tell them. I mean, their their coach has been there a few years now. It's a different Missouri Southern team than when you first became a Fort A State Tiger and play them. Uh, they play hard, and then they're getting better. and They're they're two and one, so obviously a, a big challenge this Saturday night. Uh, what have you seen from the from the Lions and and one of the the big challenges for you guys?
7: Yeah, Missouri Southern's a great team. Like you said, they're two and one. Um, we we got to prepare. Like, it's, we're playing the best team in the conference, and that's exactly what we're going to do in practice. But, um, you know, they have a great defense. They have great secondary. Uh, they love running cover, two, so we're going to have to figure that out and uh, scheme on that. But I think they're, they're a very talented team, and they have a great secondary in their back end.
0: Well, and what we've always found out, I mean, it doesn't matter who you play in the MIAA. If you don't come, play, come to play, ready to play and play well, it's going to be a challenge regardless of who you're playing and uh, certainly no different this week.
7: Yeah, the MIAA is crazy talented, and uh, like you said, it doesn't matter who you're playing. If you're not playing well, then you're going to get beat, so we need to we need to prepare our best and uh, work hard during practice this week.
0: Manny, we will let you go. We appreciate you greatly coming by here and, and chatting with us and letting uh, our, our listeners and the Tiger fans get to know you a little bit better. Uh, congratulations on a great career so far uh, let's finish this thing strong and uh, hopefully it's uh, it's uh, it's another great season of Fort a State football but we really appreciate you taking some time here to come chat with us today yes sir thank you for having me You bet that's Manny Ramsey senior wide receiver for the Fort Hay State Tigers caught a touchdown pass against Lincoln this past Saturday hopefully many many more as he wraps up his senior campaign Tiger talk is brought to you by the taco shop dine in carry out or fast delivery the taco shop you've never had it so good we're live at big smoke barbecue eighth and main and hayes chris brown will join us next we'll get to some of those questions that you emailed in you could still do that go to the fhsu athletics website fhsuathletics.com click on fans the bottom of the drop down you'll see ask the coach submit your question if we use it you'll have a chance to win a gift certificate for some free food here at big smoke barbecue we'll get to that when we return you're listening to tiger talk on the tiger sports network built by pwc
3: People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out.
5: This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue.
6: You love living and working in western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at HaysMed. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. HaysMed is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, HaysMed is your destination for rural health because here, we specialize in you. Learn more at haysmed.com.
4: Tillis in motion, out of the backfield, throw his way on the wheel around, he'll make the catch and score, touchdown, Fort Hay State, on third down they convert, Tillis comes out of the backfield, Dawson hits him in rhythm, and Fort Hay State adds six to the scoreboard and leads 19-7, 2.42 to go in quarter number two. That kind of got the Tigers going on Saturday,
0: Jaquan Tillis, 41 receiving yards, a couple of touchdowns, ran for 46 You ran for 178. I'm sure you'd like to see that a little bit better, but it seems like
2: getting that running game slowly going here a little bit. Yeah, we are. You know, my goal is 200 to 250 a game at least, and that kind of starts opening up your pass game a little bit more as well. Of course, the receivers probably want 500 <laughs> yards, you know, a game receiving, and so do quarterbacks. But, you know, that that run game is where it all starts. You know, if you can't run the ball, it makes things pretty hard on you. 31 pass attempts, 40 rush
0: attempts. I'm guessing that ratio a little bit closer to what you like. Yeah, we're getting closer.
2: Um, so just going to, you know, move, you know, the guys up front a little bit more, um, see the holes a little bit better, um, stay on our double teams a little bit longer and get off to the next level, and, uh thing is just, you know, we just got to get that push, and that's just something I'm not getting right now out of a few guys, and uh, hopefully we start figuring that out, you know, the more we go along, but hopefully it's this week we figure out how to get that push and that movement and and block the appropriate guys.
0: Well, let's get to some questions that were submitted this week. Again, uh, we told you before, but all you have to do is go to the FHSU Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com click on fans or the bottom of the drop down you'll see uh submit a question for tiger talk and uh by doing so and if we use your question you'll have a chance to win a gift card we'll be giving away a 25 dollar gift certificate every month here on tiger talk courtesy of our gracious host big smoke barbecue and uh, a couple that have come in this week and um the the first one coach uh, saying the miaa has always been a strong football athletic conference but the last several years it looks even stronger with the resurgence of carney and now missouri southern just maybe your your comment and and your assessment on that those two programs getting better and uh, what was already a pretty strong conference
2: yeah i think coach linda carney and coach bradley at, at missouri southern are, are really 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 good coaches They're uh, very talented coaches um know the type of talent that it takes to to win in this conference and uh you know they've got great coaching staffs as well that um that help them along just you know like i have a very good coaching staff as well we, for those guys uh we're not very good coaches they make us look good but you know just that that new blood in there sometimes it just kind of you know lights a fire underneath the kids and and, and getting the appropriate kids and uh you know sometimes it just takes a three you know three or four really Talented players that really make a team go. And, uh, you know, for sure, Carney has it with TJ Davis, the quarterback. And, you know, um, Coach Bradley at Southern's done it with a, a multiple number of guys, uh, with starting with, you know, a freshman quarterback his first year there. And uh, that kid's only progressed and got better as years have gone on. But it's just getting the right kids to have that figure program and what you're trying to do and, uh, you know, recruiting the right ones. in. you know, they've done that so far.
0: Northwestern Pitt right now, 3 and 0 in the league. And there's a big jumble of 2 and 1. And uh, this becomes a big weekend, and we'll get in more into the game specifically. But, but as you look at it, you're starting to see, you know, Beat each other up, so to speak. It'll be interesting to see, and and uh, you kind of get the feeling that it might be one of those type of seasons. Uh, a team comes in, Missouri Western, the prime example, look great, beats you guys, and then they turn around and lose to Emporia. Now the Hornets are two and one. Um, you, you're in a position if you can get a little bit of a run, you can be right back there in the thick of this race uh, if you can put some wins together. But it almost appears like there's a lot of teams. Pretty even right
2: now, kinda of beating up on each other. That's the MI Double A. You just it's week in and week out. Every game's gonna be tough and everything's every game's gonna be hard and you know, teams are gonna beat teams and uh you know we still got a couple of teams that are undefeated right now, but there's always a chance that the, you know, one of those teams will get knocked off pretty easy or, or even both of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just a talented group. I mean there's you I mean you just watch the games. That's a good thing about having the night game on, on, on Saturday was at six, you know, a lot of those guys played during the day, so I was able to watch Washburn and Carney and I watched you know a little bit of Northwest and Central and you know, I was gonna I was gonna watch the Missouri Western and Emporia game but it had that rain delay so <laughs> yeah. that kind of messed up but just getting out here to kind of see those guys on film and see what was happening but it's it's a crazy conference and he just got ready to play and you know, hopefully we continue getting better each week and uh, you know hopefully we can make a run here at the end
0: which puts the importance and the premium on winning close games because you're going to be in a lot of them I mean you just you see it every week and and sometimes that final score doesn't indicate how close the game was Uh, And and you look at teams that generally do well, they win most or all of their close games. Northwest has had a knack of doing it forever. It's amazing. Uh, You don't win that many league titles without winning all the close games. But that becomes a premium in this conference if you want to have a chance to to contend for the conference
2: title. Yeah, it's finding a way to do it. When you look back at 2017 when we went undefeated in in the regular season, there were a lot of close games, you know, in, in that year. And in 2018, you know, we we tied with Northwest. And, uh, again, a bunch mm-hmm. of close games. And uh, we were able to find ways to win those games. And right now, the last two years, well, not this year, but, you know, last year was kind of we, we didn't win those close mm-hmm. ones. And there was a lot of close ones. We, we lost, what, six games by a total of 42, 46 something points like or something yeah. like that. It's not close. very many. And, you know, this year we've lost 2-2, and they weren't by much, and we just gave up so much early. But uh, we're getting better, and uh, we just got to make sure that we do the thing, the little things right in practice, and it's every little thing that we do, whether it's individual drills, seven-on-seven, seven, O-line versus D-line, team. Um, it's just continually staying focused and then making sure we're doing the right things to make sure that we are successful. And uh, You can only do so much as a coach, and uh, you can handle them as much as you possibly want to, but when it all comes down to it, the kids got to do it and, and figure it out.
0: Another question, just kind of an interesting one, about how much input you have on the choice of the equipment. And the apparel company that, uh, four day state affiliates themselves with,
2: um, most of it, you <laughs> know, um, that,
0: that, that's what the head and yeah. head coach gives you that ability, huh?
2: Yeah, it is. And, you know, I talked to the players a little bit about what they wanted. You know, they really like, they really do like the Adidas stuff, you know, and they do like the, the, you know, the helmets that we do wear, the Riddell helmets, the, the flexes and then things like that. And, you know, I just try to put the kids in what I feel is the safest, you know, out there. And I, you know, I talked to a lot of different companies and, you know, John Reuter's my, my my main one that I go through. And, uh, you know, just talking with him on what he thinks is the safest and, you know, sometimes to the kids. But the apparel and the gear and all that stuff, its its right now it's a D's because that's what the kids like. And uh, I pick it out trying to be a kid, even though I'm probably picking the wrong stuff, that, the stuff that they do not like, but the stuff that I like and I think fit, fits comfortably. But, <laughs> you know, I think I'm getting better as I get older. I got some younger coaches that I kind of ask, hey, what do you think about these? And they help us out. But, you know, I, I do – pick out most of it and then talking with our, our trainer Nate you know on, on what what do you think the best shoulder pads are helmets you know mouthpieces and those things go to, to make sure that they're, they're safe as we get on the field
0: well and you see with the
2: technology
0: and, and just the helmets I mean just the, the different styles and and all becoming safer for concussions and, and I mean how the advancement in shoulder pads I mean from when you played and then you look at what they wear now I mean it, it's like they're wearing nothing but yet they're the, the, the technology involved it's probably way better and and safer equipment even though it, it's smaller and lighter and all those things the advancement of some of this stuff is just remarkable how far it comes and continues to go
2: yeah it is and you know especially when you look at a helmet now look at these helmets going oh wow that's that, that's got some padding in it it's going to mm-hmm. protect it pretty well it's got a good you know air cushion and when I'm looking at my helmet that I wore in the I was <laughs> like how did I even make it through you know, how am I still here and then you look at the shoulder pads you're like how do these even protect the kids? Uh, But they are. I mean, they're pretty, our kids are very well protected with the shoulder pads that we have because they seem a little bit thinner, Mm a little bit, you know, not as, as padded up, but I guess it's just the, the way it compresses everything through their body with the new technology and stuff. But you know, it, it, we try to do whatever we can to make sure that our kids are safe on the field, and uh, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that we continue to do that.
0: You know, this is interesting, because Fort Hayes State is not like a Nike school, as you see some. They're really not affiliated with an apparel, so, you know, a little more flexibility, I'm sure, and, and like you said, your your team likes the Adidas, so that's what you, you go with, a little bit more flexibility in that
2: regard. Yeah, we are, yeah, and there's some schools that are strictly Adidas, some are strictly Nike, and, you know, some are Under Armour, and, and, and different ones like that, but, you know, with here at Fort Hayes, we're, you know, we kind of get to pick and choose what we, what we wear, and so if we ever wanted to go to another brand, we could. But right now, I just like how the Adidas mm-hmm. stuff fits. You know, I think it looks really good, and it's pretty sharp. And, uh, you know, our kids really like it, too. I was
0: going to ask you about what we didn't talk about earlier. New gray uniforms. Hadn't seen them in a while. You debuted them at uh, Northwest Missouri State. I thought it was a, a really good look. Uh, are we going to see them again? And uh, just the thought process of getting that third alternative uniform.
2: Yeah, we will. Um, it's always just good to have. I mean, every team in our conference has, you know, three, four, five different <laughs> sets of Some uniforms. And you just got to kind of, you know, you got to keep up with the time it is an arms race you know in this conference and it's about what you give the kids and you know the kids you know as much time and effort as they put in they do need to have some apparel and that's also good for recruiting too Mm because they go back home and everybody sees them out and they're in their tiger gear and oh you played at Fort Hayes State and now a kid you know hey where are you from and you know they'll tell them Fort Hayes and just kind of gets the ball rolling for us too on the recruiting side of it too but uh you know we'll probably stay with it I like the Adidas and so I mean it it, it is very very comfortable Mm -hmm. stuff. One request, when you get new home and you get the next, the whites, let's go back to the black numbers.
0: They're a little bit easier to read. I do like the grays. Those numbers are, are easy easy to read.
2: Yeah, we, I plan on next year probably get new white ones, and the year after that we'll get black ones. But you'll see the gray ones here at some point. Um, don't know what we're going to wear this right. week yet. Yeah, just kind of. Depends on how the kids probably <laughs> practice, you know, and, and how they do. And, you know, the, their attitudes and their work ethic this week will probably determine a on, lot on what we wear.
0: All right. Sounds good. Some interesting stuff. Again, we appreciate the questions. Send them in every week. Got a chance to win a gift certificate. But always some interesting stuff for the coach. Some some angles on things that we don't always think about. So that was some some fun stuff. And we certainly appreciate everybody who's sent in questions so far here on Tiger Talk. Keep them coming. Again, we're live at uh, Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main in Hayes we've got one more break and one more segment we'll preview the opponent for this Saturday night the Lions of Missouri Southern off to a good start we'll talk about them when we return for our final segment you're listening to Tiger Talk from Big Smoke Barbecue on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC.
3: People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do
4: sell out.
5: This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us at Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue.
4: Picking out something to eat for supper does not need to be a family argument. I know, it's breaking news. When you pick the taco shop, everybody gets something they like. Like the specials, the soft taco, $1.69, pork burrito, $3.99, and the cheese quesadilla, $3.49. The taco shop, you don't even have to load everybody up to go eat. Just order on the app. Come
7: on down to the taco shop.
3: September savings throughout the store at your local Napa Auto Parts store. Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Craftsman Pro 28 Plastic Toolbox, $34.99. Blowout savings on Intex Shop Towels, just $3 per box. Baveline heavy-duty motor oils, one gallon, as low as $19.99. Blue Def Peak Diesel Exhaust Fluid, $15.99. And Seafoam Motor Treatment, $8.49. Check out September savings in the store at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. How.
5: Napa know how.
1: If high energy bills are a concern, Midwest Energy's Smart program is a proven way to save money. With Smart, your home or business gets a top-down energy audit from a certified auditor along with suggested improvements. Select an approved contractor to make upgrades, and we pay up to 100% of the costs. Payback is made through savings on your bill. Learn more at MWEnergy.com. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you.
4: snap back handoff Robinson he gets in behind that offensive line and he scores Clay Robinson into the end zone and the Tigers put 6 more on the board they score on fourth and goal from the one
0: Yeah, more of the action from Saturday in Jefferson City. Tigers knock off Lincoln 51-14. Before we talk about Southern, Clay Robinson, boy, he's one of those guys he's the hard-nosed runner, does all those little things. Good to see him get some playing time and
2: and take advantage of it and run well. It is, and he's a kid that's worked, you know, since he's been here, since the very first day he stepped on campus. He's Done everything right, whether it's weight room, whether it's, you know, getting treatment and taking care of his body, whether it's practice, he's always going 100 miles an hour. And, you know, it's good to see him out there, you know, for us and, and getting that touchdown. But he is – he's a tough kid. He's going to run, try to run through people, and, and he's hard to bring down. Well, Missouri Southern comes to town Saturday night.
0: They're 2-1, and one, best start since 2013 when they started 3-0 and oh, and then eventually 5-1. and one. Um – lost a tough one to Carney 24 to seven, but they were in that game, kind of opened some eyes and now beaten Northeastern and then central Oklahoma at home Saturday. Uh, we talked about it, much improved team. They're playing hard. They're playing with some enthusiasm and passion. Uh, your thoughts on Missouri Southern coming to town on Saturday night.
2: They're a tough group. Um, they've, you've kind of seen it as, you know, coach Bradley's been there. They've gotten better and better every single year. And, uh, you know, they're, they're taking strides, you know, every single year as well. And, uh, You know, the O-line and D-line are playing really tough and playing physical and fast, and, you know, their skill guys are very talented, and, you know, they're uh, they're just tough. You know, they don't give you, you know, defensively, they just don't give you a lot to, you know, places to to pick on them at and, uh, you know, trying to find certain holes in certain areas and trying to find these little plays that, okay, this is definitely going to work. Sometimes you go, wow! They take away that. They take away this. They take away this. But you know, we'll find something. We'll, we're you know, we're putting things together right now, and we'll find some plays that hopefully work against them. But hopefully, it starts you know, offensively, just getting our run game going, and then hopefully those you know, get those safeties and you know, those linebackers biting up, and we can get them for a big play. But uh, you know, they play a lot of cover two, which we haven't seen, and it's a deep cover two, you know. And it's not like most of them are at ten; these guys are at you know, fifteen yards, staying back and keeping everything in front. And they're not going to give up the big play. And then, offensively. Just they're smart you know they just keep moving the ball down the field on they don't take a lot of chances and uh, you know their backs run hard the quarterback's been there I think this is a sophomore year maybe junior he's a very talented young man you can tell he's improved from last year now and their receivers are are very skilled and tight ends are big too so they're a good football team they've gotten better um, they play pretty physical and uh, that's something that we have to do this week is be a physical football team
0: and you mentioned the cover too so it seems like patience is key with that because they're intentionally not trying to give up big plays got to be patient. When you
2: get your chance, take it, but just take what they get and try to move it down the field. Take what you get, and uh, it's hard sometimes for quarterbacks to understand that you got to be patient, you got to be patient. Sometimes as coaches I'm the same way. I just want to get that big play and get the momentum on our side, but We'll be patient. Just got to play hard and hopefully have a great week of practice this week and uh, we start really turning this program around. All right, sounds good. Coach, as
0: always, we appreciate the time. Have a great week of practice, and we'll see you Saturday night. Sounds good. Thanks, Jerome. Tigers
2: and the Lions, again,
0: fireworks after the game, so uh, make your plans to head out to Lewis Field Saturday, 7 o'clock kick, Fort Hayes State and Missouri Southern. Tiger Talk today brought to you by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, The Taco Shop, BTI, and the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. And, of course, brought to you by Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main and Hayes. Can appreciate Big Smoke for hosting us for Tiger Talk. We'll see you on the program again next Monday. We'll see you on the air, 6 o'clock, Auto World pregame, Tigers
4: and Missouri Southern. So long, everyone.